And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as... The I'll Watch It Later podcast. Never heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast. As always, I'm Aaron, and that's my best friend, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I just paused. All I did was pause. I pointed. Uh. <laughs> All I did was Hi, pause. everybody. <laughs> that's my best friend, Jordan, and uh, I guess. my best friend, brother-in-law, and producer, Scott, who is constantly wrong about places that we're going. Two weeks ago, I was Jesus. You're still Jesus. You're still the greatest. But you were super wrong about where we were going last week. And I just really want people to know how butthurt you got to the point where you yelled at me. And it was hilarious. And you're still complaining it was about so it. so hilarious. You got, you got so upset. Who was upset? You were. I was not upset. You were like, why would you yell at me? All I know is I was about an hour and a half away from home stuck with two people about to fight. Now we were. I wasn't going to fight. And Jordan is wearing the same shirt he was wearing the last he time he was this time here. He didn't even it's have almost a like giant he didn't leave. Moth on his pants. A mo- oh, fucking dick! That that was when you were a douche. The moth pants. Because I'm the one that flew the moth onto your pants. No, but you could have told me, so I didn't oh, cry. Yeah, that's right. The big fist fight in the theater. <laughs> it wasn't in a theater. <laughs> fucking Richard Gear on your back. The Moth Man. Uh, terrifying movie. <laughs> terrifying movie. All right. I know neither of you have watched anything this week, so... Uh, <laughs> I tried. I actually tried. Yeah, I really actually didn't. I Like, I watched TV shows, but I didn't watch What'd you watch? This week. I watched Moon Knight episode okay, so that, five out of six, okay. and I just, honestly, I'm sitting here going, I don't know how they're going to wrap up this if series if they're not going to continue with it, because they spent two episodes building up a lot of ex- exposition and a lot of dialogue and a lot of story, but... They have a lot of ground to cover in the shortest finale of any Marvel TV show to date. So that kind of worries me. And then I watched uh, episode six of Halo. I'm which so fallen off of that show. I, I watched, Well, I watched one episode and then didn't go back. You got to watch it. If you can put out of your head of all the existing canon. Um, I can't do it's it. It's a lot of buildup, a lot of story. And then episode five, the last like 15 minutes is straight up fucking crazy ass Halo. And it's awesome. And then this episode six wasn't bad. It's a lot more story build up, but they're building up to something bigger. And I, I hope it gets. I, I can't say I hope it gets better because it's not bad. I just it's hard to get twenty years of Halo lore and stories and shit out of your head when you're watching something that they just kind of want to ignore all that. So I refuse to give them a pass for being just because they want to do their own thing. Whatever. So there's what that's not um, just Severance. And, oh, with Adam with Adam Scott. Yeah, and directed by Ben Siller. And I'm not done with it yet. I'm about two episodes left, but definitely worth your time if you're out there. It's a very good it's sci-fi, um, you know, craziness. It's like if you went to work and your memories shut off for your life, and you only existed at work. So uh, like, it's like being at work. <laughs> and then like when you Describe go my job, when you go home, you have a totally new set of memories. You have no idea what's going on at work, and it's almost like being two different people. And it's really good. And I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. 
especially like I, I want to watch it. Yeah, they're hour long episodes, but they don't feel like hour long episodes. And some of the characters in it are awesome. Like Totoro's in it. Fucking um, who was in Color Money? Uh, Christopher Walken's in it. Oh wow! Yeah, it's directed by Ben Stiller. Adam Everyone Scott. always tells me to watch it. No it's, one's ever described what it is. It's so like really I, good. I always see these these the like the poster or the box art or whatever you want to call it now with the digital and. And everyone goes, oh, you got to watch it. It's awesome. It's awesome. No one's ever once told me that's kind of what the premise is. That sounds actually really cool. It is. And it's kind of, it's it's way more, you don't really know what's going on, like what they do for work, even though you spend a lot of time in that world. But on it's... TPS reports? <laughs> it's it's more than that because it's not a comedy. You're, they're like, they're trying, they're starting, like the work people are starting to become self-aware. It's, it's really... Hard to describe, but I can't. I ha- I cannot recommend it enough. How many episodes is it? It's nine episodes, okay, and uh, yeah, it's not too bad. And like I said, I'm so hooked that I'm just flying through. I can't wait to finish it tonight. Is so. this going to be like a limited run series? Have you looked into it at all, or is this going to be I a, a one in like a? I'm a, waiting to see to two. finish it, and then if it's if it ends on a cliffhanger or whatever, I'm gonna and then clearly we'll know if there's a season two. But I have heard from other podcasts that I listen to that it is a satisfying ending so we'll okay. we'll see what happens because there's been a lot of talk this week of a lot of stuff getting canceled and shifted around and moved around and i know cw just canceled uh, I think legends of tomorrow yeah Batgirl. but after seven seasons and i think that they're getting they got an actual ending you know what i mean well yeah and it's just people getting busy i mean yeah. who cares i mean things end i always heard seven seasons is a pretty good run for any tv show so i, I can't be mad at that uh, Batwoman ends after three, I think. No one After cares. a cast complete redo in season two, so I, I don't, I've never watched one episode of that that <laughs> show. Never appealed to me. No. I, I don't care about the characters enough. No. It's not that I'm against the people in it. I just I Batwoman care. was like a, a comic that released like six years ago and doesn't even have that many issues. Right. It's almost like uh, Sony doing an L. Fuck. God damn it. What's his name? El Muerto. Muerto, the death. Yeah, so he's a character <laughs> that appeared in Spider-Man comic books like twice. Yeah, only twice. And then that's and it. they were the runs right after Civil War. So they're not too old. And he only has two, uh, two, two comic books he's in. Right. And, and then it's going to be played movie. by uh, Bad Bunny. No thanks. Oh, I couldn't fucking, you couldn't pay me to name anything he's ever done. He's just a singer. I guess. Sure. <laughs> I know that who, I, who is apparently huge in the Latin community. Yeah, he's selling out arenas. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I had no idea who the hell this guy even was, and I had to look something up. And right, they, and they were I like the tickets for Bad Bunny at some freaking ar- yeah arena, and it was like tickets were crazy expensive. We're gonna need you. And to I'm like, take some who Bad is Bunny this tickets? guy? We're gonna go with yeah. our El Muerto Lives T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, let's do a show on Bad Bunny. <laughs> but uh, this, I, what the hell is Sony doing? I, no one knows. They, I, I don't even know anymore. They have the property rights to like Miles Morales. They have the property rights to, like Spider-Man 2099. They have the property rights to all the villains. But we're just gonna make El Muerto. Movies? Like, what the fuck? And I mean, after Morbius, we're still going with Craven. We're still fucking doing El Morto. Well, Craven's already being shot, so I think they're kind of locked in with that. But they can they can basically change direction, like DC's trying to do with their properties now. And just they just they keep just like it's like they want to dig downward to try to get out of the hole they're in. And it's like a, you're not going to do that. I just if they're trying to do representation or whatever, I just don't understand. Miles why Morales is black and Puerto Rican. Yes. you're not going to represent any more than that. And everyone wants that property. Right, everyone. They even mentioned it as a throwaway joke in this last Spider-Man. Like, 
it's it's low hanging fruit. What All you have to joke? do is just grab it. Uh, when Jamie Foxx was sitting on the the rafters after his powers get taken away, uh, Andrew Garfield's talking to him and he lifts him up, and he goes, "You dressed up like this. You're saving people in Harlem." I mean, I thought you were black. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, oh, Miles Morales, everyone all fucking, you know, kicked in the air and all this <laughs> shit. But you know what I mean? Like, the, the the property is there. There are so many other things they could be doing. I mean, they're doing Madam Web. Who the fuck cares about Madam Web? It's a TV show, though. No, it's a movie. It is? Yes. Dakota Johnson's in it. Uh, I think it's directed by Olivia Wilde, which, have you heard all the shit that happened with her, by the way? I just heard that she got served. Served fucking custody paperwork while presenting at CinemaCon. <laughs> which on is, stage. Which is hilarious. It's hilarious. But I don't blame Jason Sudeikis Not one. No, no. I've I've been served paperwork. Whatever, I've served man, paperwork. You, you That's gotta, not on you. That's yeah, on the lawyers the or the server. process server. So The process server was like, hey, I got I to gotta shoot my shot. I just know? think it's funny because, well, technically, you have the opportunity when you serve paperwork, and this is getting real inside weird um welcome to the you, lawyer podcast, lawyer podcast. <laughs> well you could do it either at the person's residence or at their place of business and if she was working CinemaCon, technically that falls within their scope and they had every right to do it i just think it's funny they did it live on stage in front of a crowd and she looked at it i mean good on her for keeping composure but man that's a fucked up situation <laughs> i bet sucks. you this changes like process servers going forward they're like you can't oh i doubt that that they've been doing this shit for years it's just now this is high profile i don't know somebody somebody grew a set (laughs) that we mean good on them man they were like they were like you know what sounds great you know what they're on tv so they don't have to take the picture or whatever right like you've been served so i don't think you even have to do that anymore oh i don't know how it works yeah, I got never served. served. Paper. I have, and yeah, they don't. It's like the guy that like brought me the photo radar ticket the one day at home. He was like sitting outside of my house trying to serve me the photo radar ticket, <laughs> and I go out there, and he walks up, and he's like, "Are you? Uh, are so you so? Scott?" And I'm like, "Nope." And he like throws this paper across the lawn, and I just look at it, and I'm like, "Hmm, I didn't get that." And I walked back into my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've just been doing TV shows this week. It's been kind of a weird week. No, it hasn't. Like I just, I wanted to watch stuff. I just couldn't think of anything I really kind of wanted to sink my teeth into. The only thing I watched this week was Paddington Two. <laughs> I'm not kidding, because yeah. it was on HBO Max, and I was in here in our Criterion closet, and I was. <laughs> That's with a new name, by the way. Oh, uh, I was watching. I, I was trying to find something because I was kind of burnt on The Simpsons. I just didn't feel like watching any more Simpsons episodes, and. Uh, I turned it over to HBO Max. And I was going to start that uh, the Batman series that I bought, but it's on HBO Max, that cartoon. And as I was scrolling, I saw Paddington 2, and I was like, whatever. Which so one? I, the Batman? Like, yeah. The one that came after like the animated series? And... This is an animated series that came out about four years ago, gotcha. and there's four seasons of it. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> but I did actually start watching that. It's pretty good. The Joker looks really weird. He looks like this giant, like... Like, like a hunchback with yeah yeah I yeah. think I've seen that. Um, but anyways, yeah, I watched Paddington too because everyone's like, "This is the greatest movie of all time." A hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's down to ninety nine now. But uh, I didn't get it. I I guess I don't have a heart or something because I thought the movie was fine. It, it's completely fine. That's on. That's on. On record now. What? That you have no heart. That's fine. <laughs> um, but the it's about. The bear is trying to get a book for his aunt, and Hugh Grant is like a master of disguise and steals the book because there's like a treasure map on it, but Paddington gets blamed and sent to jail, and then of course he becomes friends with all the people at jail, and I get it. like Dude, the, the bear gets sent to jail, you heartless son of a bitch. <laughs> but like the whole 
premise of Paddington is like to find the good in everybody, even like jail people and uh, the main. No, so he's Spider Man. The most evil, sure. The most <laughs> evil jail guy is fucking Mad Eye Moody, and uh, from Harry Potter series, and he Gleason's in this. Yeah, movie? yeah, oh, and he plays a huge part. He's like paddington's enemy and then he becomes his friend and then like they do know they, this is just a bear right like just a yeah oh yeah stuffed it, animal and yes like, no it's not a stuffed it's animal like ted, ted three or something no it's it's a real bear so okay so it's a okay i just it's I never, a real bear I that can talk and likes marmalade and sandwiches and the mom is played by the chick from shape of water so she's a she's a she's hot i don't care i mean like that's all i could take from that but. i think you're wrong i don't think that's the mom I think you keep getting that actress. In okay, go, okay, go ahead and look it up. I will. Um, but when I'm right, uh-huh. I would like an apology on the air. No. Um, so yeah, she's a she's we'll a, cut that part out. She's a total smoke show in this fucking movie, and I I enjoyed that. But it was just all like, oh, it's about like family, and the family is always going to be there for you, and so make the best out of every situation. Aaron's like, I don't get it, and I get, <laughs> I totally understood the. I understood the line, like I understood the overall overarching message, but I don't understand why everybody loves this movie so much. Now, if I had to give it a score, it'd be. Am I right? Uh, Yeah, I I am. I am going to to apologize that you think this is a smoke show, but (laughs) she is in Paddington too. (laughs) She is in Paddington too. She is in Paddington too, and she's naked and shit. Like Sarah Silverman after a (laughs) freaking all-night binger. She couldn't be more British. What's her name? Sally Hawkins. Yeah, Sally Hawkins. She's a smoke show. Stephen Hawkins. Anyways, so I just don't understand like the five out of five. I would give it a three and a half. You know, I'd give it a a terrible score of three and a half. Yeah, I'd give it a terrible score of three and a half. Three and a half is pretty good, though. No, no, it's not. No, apparently he thinks three and a half is a very bad, (laughs) bad score for any movie. Like out of five, three and a half, that's more than half is a shit show. So I just. It's a good movie. It's just not this. I don't need to revisit it every year or anything See, like I, that. See, I like the fact that you're sitting here telling me that you watched Paddington 2 because everybody said it was such a great movie. And I'm like, I knew there was a Paddington 2. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know there was such a following oh, of Paddington oh, in, in, uh, unbearable fanboys. weight of massive talent. It's a plot point. Yeah. Where Jeez. like Javi's favorite, like, third favorite movie of all time is Paddington so 2. That's why you no, watched no, it. No, no, that's not it's the only... It's come up a few times. That's come up a few times because... Yes, that is also that is one thing that happened. Put us top of mind, but th- yeah, but also when it came out, it was such a big deal that it held a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes for so long. And then if you even go to like Letterboxd, which I found out is Letterboxd, not Letterboxd D. Yeah. Why the fuck have I been calling it Letterboxd? Because you D? like to put D on the end of a lot of words. <laughs> yeah, errand, no, no. errand. No. <laughs> and uh, anyways, if you go to Letterboxd, it's fucking like one of the highest rated movies on there mm. and people love this fucking movie I'll never watch it you should watch it why it's pretty, he's, like, he's like did you know it was Twitter I it, thought it was Twitter <laughs> it was pretty fun it was, I think you'd like it especially I think your kids would like it fuck them okay I saw the first I saw. I did see the first one I never saw the first one because uh, my, my girls were right around that age where you he, know it was, it was that's the type of stuff they were watching so maybe I'll watch I mean, the first did, one with Parker or something one. but the uh, he gives you like an update with everybody that like what they're doing at the beginning, so you don't really you're not like lost. I don't know. There's there's movies like that that just never resonate with me, and I just I don't know. I just don't feel like spending what is it, an hour and a half, two hours watching fucking two Paddington hours. fight Mad Eye Moody. Like he's not fighting him; they're friends. But, but Paddington came out like the books were out like a long time. Oh ago. yeah, I grew up with Paddington. So I just, 
it, it, it it's more of a I think a generational thing, but the people who grew up with Paddington aren't watching the movies. I'm not gonna go see Batman yes, the live action epic. Paddington is like it'd be like if they came out with like they're a, taking their kids a Berenstain Bears movie. You know, you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember the Berenstain Bears, but it's not something that's going to draw me to the theater. I think they're moving the Cardinals to Mexico. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're watching the draft. Most uh, Cardinals. Uh, I think they have a game this there this guy. year. Yes, and it's all like El Morto Cardinals or whatever. Sony's producing <laughs> it. Yeah. Bad, <laughs> Bad Bunny's the quarterback. Bad Bunny's going to be the quarterback. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. All right, so I guess we can get into what? The vacuum? Fuck she it. knows. It's all good. <laughs> we're not. I mean, when we start making money, we'll fix stuff like that. Um, <laughs> it is funny though. The, the chances of anybody hearing this when it comes out is not gonna the, happen. Just gonna the, happen. the timing of it. Like, <laughs> why did we come in here? You knew we were coming in. Wait, here. wait till she comes right. To oh, the you door. mean her? Why? Like, why pick now to vacuum? Maybe she just doesn't care about us. No, at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I'm gonna text her right now. I'll be like, <laughs> go ahead and vamp for a second. What are you thinking? I just, it's it's hilarious. Like I'm not even bad. You know what the you know what the sad this, part is? This, Until you brought it up, I didn't even realize that she had turned the vacuum. I on. did, and I was trying to see like maybe she was just trying to get like something up real quick. But apparently, it's the whole house. <laughs> I don't even know. Five thousand square feet of vacuuming. For the next like, two I'm gonna hours. text her as if she's gonna hear her phone while she's vacuuming. <laughs> she just read it. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? We're doing a show. <laughs> and it's off. Yay. <laughs> and cut. It's too funny. Oh, let's do it. Let's see the response. This is the now texting my wife show. <laughs> Starring Aaron, Jordan, and Scott. <laughs> oh, I'm just waiting for that response, funny. and then we'll get into Scott's movie. There well, was something else you mentioned that you watched, and I actually just remembered something I watched. What, what did what, I mention? I you watched? said you were like watching like some series like of movies. And I couldn't believe you were watching it, and I can't remember was what it, it is. Paddington Two. It wasn't Paddington Two. <laughs> uh, I serious? while you're trying to think about it, I was going to go back and look, but okay. you touching my phone would distract you. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, Ambulance finally. Oh, nice! What did you think? What a shit show that movie I is! I told you, <laughs> like legitimately a shit show. Like at one point, they're spray painting the ambulance green. They're mixed in with like the Mexican mafia or something like that, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna keep the cop." Hey, I'm like, "What the fuck is this movie?" It's just like Sicario with an. Ambulance. I was just I, what a what a weird showcase for drone footage. It's that's all it is. Like you could, if you had a drinking game where you started drinking every time there was drone footage, you'd be drink, te- you'd be drunk ten minutes into this movie. Like it is just, it is inundated. Like the story is so bare bones, and it's it's and then, okay, and it's kind of fun to watch. But it's more, it's one of those like mystery science theater fun to watch where you're just gonna make fun of it the entire time. Like, please just, tell me what Garrett Dillahunt was doing there. I don't know. Do you you, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I know exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, just he's pointless. Cut him out, and you wouldn't have changed the plot of plot in quotes plot of this movie. I just yeah, it was uh, it was weird, and it's like it's like oh, I, you know, I used to work with your father. Here's half the cut, and it's like <laughs> now we're gonna keep the cop, and then we're gonna keep her because she's seen my business. I'm just <laughs> like. What the fuck? And at one point, there's like a lowrider with like a Gatling gun, and just I, yeah. I don't, I never want to go it, to L.A. anymore. And like, it, uh, <laughs> like, I'll what? be there. It's all drone footage. It's fantastic. It's you should watch it. I really think you would probably get. A kick I actually out of tried. It. I tried to go above and beyond this week, and actually watch another movie. I saw a preview for a movie that I was uh, that I thought looked really good. Oh, and I got ten minutes into it, and I was. Gone. Paddington Two. Yes. <laughs> What'd you it, watch? Was, it was called The Survivor. It was. It's a boxing movie about a guy in Nazi Germany, and 
it was being played up as like this, hey, this is going to be a movie for 2022. So I tried to kind of get out ahead of it. And I was like, you know, this is something I could probably get into. And like I said, I I got 10, 15 minutes into it and I was out. I was out like a light. Boring or were you just tired? Probably, probably the latter. You know, it was, it was, it was a little bit later at night. And I said, I am going to watch a movie because I'm going to have another movie to bring to the table this week. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Not happening. Yeah, I get into those points where it's like, uh, I'll work and then, you know, hang out with Wesley, do stuff. Once he's in bed, by the time I'm ready to watch a movie, it's already like 9 o'clock, 9.30. And like, how how invested do I want to be into like a two-hour movie? And sometimes I just don't do anything. I'll play video games or something like I pushed off watching our movie until, what was it, almost 10 o'clock last night when you were texting to see if I had started watching it yet. And it didn't end until almost like midnight, 1230. We did the same thing. Yeah. But it's funny because my favorite part of the show is when Jordan breaks down his nights, even though we've we've heard it a billion times. Mm, Be mad at us more. I'm not mad. I just think it's (laughs) funny. Complain about everything more. I want to (laughs) know. Go look for what the hell I was talking about. Because I don't All right. How about you vamp? Yeah, I can vamp. Hi, Scott. What's up? How are you today? I'm fantastic. Oh, cool. That's what my kid says all the time. Kim's <laughs> Kim's mad that I said anything about the, the vacuum. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, we were just kidding. I, we just thought it was funny. And she's like, oh, no. I put everything away. You guys suck at everything. Thanks for dumping a bunch of trash on the yeah. ground. Guess who's, guess who's vacuuming later? Look, your 20 Man. listeners aren't going to give a fuck. <laughs> 17 hey, of they them keep... Are, all 17 our, of them are the ones recording. <laughs> all of our shit goes up. Hey, guess what, guys? Next week is our snack show. So make sure you tune in for that. Because it's... Because we don't even know what we're going to do yet. We don't. And we're having a really hard time finding snacks. So if it's you're not, listening to I don't think it's this, that we're having a hard time. Yes, I, I just don't think we've applied ourselves. I've applied myself. I've actually looked. Have I've you? gone to... Yeah, I went to Safeway yesterday. I've gone to multiple Walmarts. Nothing. Hmm. Nothing. But we have ideas in the bag. We do. That he went, might on, he be... went on an app and hired a white guy to go to the store for him to go look for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, I didn't bring my own car. I don't even understand that joke. But we do have stuff in the bag that uh, we, I think we have some pretty good ideas that might might make for some good content. And, I mean, we've uh, thrown the idea of hitting maybe some themed themed restaurants or themed like bars or things along that line to eat some special food and that's maybe the direction we might end up in i think i think that'd be fun yeah yeah i'm kind of excited to try some new stuff and 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 get out of the get out of the studio yeah and and now that now that he's got most of it cleaned up let's not be here (laughs) (laughs) one thing i did want to talk about real quick is that that you sent me that trailer for bodies 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 how fun does that look i want i I like to pretend I don't like A24, but I secretly love A24. (laughs) That reminds me of the other thing about A24, that subscription service. Did you see that? Yeah, I signed up for it. (laughs) Fucking 55 bucks a year, bro. For what? I don't know. It's to get their merch earlier than everybody else. It's not even a streaming service. You're not going to get movies like to watch. You literally, you're paying for the privilege to get their fucking overpriced t-shirts a week early. (laughs) What I'm going to do care. is I'm going to start creating links for things. And it's all going to be like my Venmo. And I'm just going to be like, hey, Aaron, did you see this? And I got to be card. like, subscribe, subscribe. I already subscribed, asshole. I, dude, I'm going to make thousands of dollars a year off just this Just off him. <laughs> yeah, we got Avatar coming this year. I think um, the trailer's dropping on um, Doctor Strange this week. So we're going to see Avatar 2 coming. 
Oh, I was like, I was like, we've seen the trailer yeah. for Doctor Strange. No, no, not Doctor Strange. But we are. Trailer. But jo- Jordan and I will be seeing Doctor Strange next week. Hell I, yeah! I doubt um, Scott will go with us because he's like, oh, it's too late. For it's Scott. after eight o'clock. I turn into a fucking. Well, when, well, yeah. What night are you going? Thursday night. Thursday exactly. Night. I know. Every time you guys go pick a movie, it's the night that I'm busy. Yeah. Well, you're like, because we have to go on Thursday because we cannot wait. I can't. Right. Have you seen the internet? Dude, I've been Don't avoiding. get on the internet. They have been showing clips of this movie. They've been showing new, tr- uh, like the commercials have been showing new footage. I'm like, I have to avoid this. Did you see There's the a Professor two X movie. thing? Yes. That's cool. I see? Know. See? And it's, it you, you guys, like, you are on the internet so much and you deep dive all this oh, shit. Fuck you I don't see about? any of this. Says stuff. the guy who watches endless hours of TikTok. <laughs> Rarely. It's, TikTok is a time waster. But I am not on. You constantly ruin yeah. movies for yourself you, i do you yes. already know what the movie's about you already and, know who's in it you already know the and, sequel you know you you know who's coming you know and, everything to me that's not fun okay. i don't want to know i if i if i show up for a movie i want to be surprised i want to i want to see something in its raw form and i want to be you know excited by something that happens in the movie not going you know what's coming up in 10 minutes i would never do that I've I've never done that, and I'm guessing Jordan can't find whatever the hell you're talking about. Oh, I'm so. sorry, are you, are you bored? No, I'm not. I was <laughs> just okay, but um, I've never ruined the movie for you guys, and I I like knowing. I think, and as I've said, stated multiple times on this show, if you can know the plot of a film and then watch it, and it still holds your interest, I think that's what makes a good movie. It can. I just. I still feel like I want to go you into look something. For the text. I'm still looking. I could do two things at once. I. I want <laughs> I to sometimes. I want to enjoy something fresh and not expect it, even if yes. I've heard un- too much about it. So That's I could fine. see. But I, you guys are like, oh, spoilers! Like, don't spoil me. Like, who no, I, like, gives a it, fucking if shit? If I already know, everything what happens has in the to movie, have a hook. Everything has feel to like, have a spoiler. No, 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 no. I'm just saying is like I don't want to know what happens in a movie. If I'm going to invest time to sit down and see a movie, I want to be surprised. That's or you. I want to or I want to say, "Hey, this sucks" because I don't want to know already what goes into it. That'd be like sitting down on Sunday to watch football and you already know no, who won the game. No, that's not the same it's thing. Exactly. Why I can't that's watch also a straw game. man argument. That is not the same thing. It is not the same. It'd be like sitting on a Monday no, and watching stupid. a football game that you already knew the outcome. It, it's sitting down and watching oh, yeah, a Super Bowl that. that you recorded. I would not sit and watch it because I'm like, I already know what happened. I've rewatched the Saints Super Bowl multiple times. Well, that's different because you're a fan. That's you're literally invested. what you just said. You're invested. No, I just said if you if I was to sit down and you already knew the outcome, what is the point? That's what I'm saying. I just I have a different mentality of what is the point. I don't want it ruined. If I'm gonna go to the movies like and I'm gonna girl. and I'm gonna and I'm gonna buy a ticket and I'm gonna and I'm gonna invest two hours of my day to go sit in a theater, I want to be surprised or I want to know I want to you know be shocked that something happened or I want you know I don't want to know what's going to happen every step of the way when I'm sitting and watching them. And that's you. Well, I gotta, it's I gotta, I gotta say that Scott, I think, represents a higher percentage of people who like and to watch that's movies. Fine. I mean, it's just what you like to do. Honestly, it's even more extreme than what I like to. Like, I like looking, I like knowing behind the scenes stuff. I like knowing some of the stories behind it. We know about news. We know about what goes into it. I don't mind seeing some of the behind the scenes pictures when they're in production. But I still don't want to know that much. I do. Like, I don't want to know the plot. I don't okay. want to know who. That's great. You know, we already shit. have established that. I like reading the script. I don't care. It's just it's who cares. Uh, it's not even a conversation. 
kind of a conversation. It's actually. not because I'm not arg- I don't care that you guys like it your way and I don't care if you like my way or not because I like my way and it it doesn't affect anything. So, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you. Well, I I know you won't spoil them for me. But um and I won't spoil it for anyone. But I I the way I research things is just how I do it and I do not care if you don't like that and I also don't care that you don't want to know anything that's just the way you do it it's, I know I, I, I didn't ask you to care I'm just saying is for me I don't want to know all that but stuff I don't care yeah and that I you don't want to know and I honestly I don't care that you research it because that's uh, you you do because you brought this up <laughs> you were talking about it no you were talking about it I said we were going to go see Doctor Strange at thir- on Thursday, and you were like, "Well, you go extreme, and you already know what's going to happen in the movie." And honestly, I don't because I've read I've read like eighteen different fucking plot leaks in quotation marks, and so far none of them are eighteen true. more than I've read. That's good the, for you. I think the idea is that Scott uh, doesn't need to rush out like we feel like we need. To. That's kind. Of, that's exactly what the point was. Is that I was saying I could go see these movies. But you have to see them what on time Thursday. Done? Yeah, what time are you done with the, your game? We can go Friday. I, 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 no, we they're can't. late. So by the time I'm done with late games, it's like 11, 11, 30 No, we can't go Friday because my schedule has now changed, and I'm now a babysitter man. So I have to, I have to, this has to be strategic. Oh, he can come with us. No, he cannot. <laughs> so I can go Thursday. I won't even let Wesley watch it. Like I'm like, no, nah, this is a Sam Raimi. It's going to be a little darker. I don't, I don't think you're going to watch this one. All right. So that's all. What time is your last game at? Well, the last game, it's like starts at like 8.30. Yeah. What so by the time over? it's done, it's like 9.30. By the time we're done doing whatever we're doing, I mean, the earliest I would even be home would be like after 10 o'clock. I need uh, sweaty Scott at the movies with us. Right. That'd be fine. So you didn't find it? Nah, fuck it. All I'll right. It <laughs> so anyways, what did we, uh, we, for our final Oscar pick worthy movie thing, uh, what did we, what did we do, what did you pick this week, Scott? So we went back to 1986. Star Paul Newman and Tom Cruise, The Color of Money. Paul Newman, Tom Cruise, in a Martin Scorsese picture. He's got the eye, he's got the stroke, he's got the flick. Vincent's the best. We got a racehorse here, a thoroughbred. You make him feel good, I teach him how to run. I'm not your daddy, I'm not your boyfriend, so don't be playing games with me. I'm your partner. I love this. You're an incredible flake. But that's a gift. Lost money. I got half of me that says I got a hold of the best thing that I ever seen, and half of me that says it just ain't worth it. Why'd you take a walk? 500 bucks says you choked right now. You used me! Yes, I did. I'm gonna leave. This is Fast Eddie Felson. Who the hell are you? 25 years ago, I won my share of medals. But it was over for me before it really got started. Hungry again. See some heavy legend action. I won his best game. You want my game? You couldn't deal with my game, Jack. You're outmanned. I'm gonna beat him, you know. What makes you so sure? Touchstone Pictures presents. You smell what I smell? Smoke? 
Money. The color of money. sat here and had a conversation like as if we were just sitting on the couch for while you were looking for something you never found i just thought it was funny that's just how it works how i it think works. i think that's better content than fucking hey this is what we prepared fuck it we don't prepare, <laughs> yeah, we don't prepare shit anyway so yeah, I gave yeah it. if you think you're tuning into this show <laughs> to get prepared material uh, i barely watched the movie we yeah. were supposed to watch last you night are like sadly mistaken did you say it came out in 1986 oh we're we gonna just go crazy on the movie t- it's 86 right it's not 86. 1986. It's 88. I'm kidding. Don't waste your time. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, am I going to, are we going to fight again? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, <laughs> so. Saying, I, I, you had me second guessing myself for a moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a moment. Once again, I was right. Anyways, so we get Paul Newman. Paul Newman reprising his role of Fast Eddie from The Hustler, which none of us have seen. And Tom Cruise playing this super young Tom Cruise-y very character and Paul Newman kind of takes him under the wing to become this pool hustler and this this is so we were talking about this earlier as far as like the hustler goes because now I want to watch the hustler to see kind of the backstory of the Fast Eddie character and it's it's one of those films that I think this film stands alone, but now knowing that there's material from 25 years before this makes me want to go and watch this movie. And there's very few movies that actually do that where you're like, oh, I've got to go see this now. Movies? Movies. Yes. Movies. Okay. <laughs> really? I wanted to see who was going to break first. What? That's a terrible game in a podcast. That's a terrible game. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, yeah, I guess the hustler, um, he want. So I guess a lot of this is encompassing whether he still got it from the hustler. Right. And um, I think Martin Scorsese wanted to go a different way, whereas he's questioning himself more than anything. While this starts off is what I thought was going to be a movie where he's teaching young Tom Cruise to become a hustler. It, it winds up being more about him in general, which is fine. But I do like the, like, I'm going to teach you how to hustle and let's see all the hustles, which we didn't really get a lot of, which once again is completely fine. But uh, it was the I, dynamic. I would have preferred that maybe a little more than. Well, I was expecting, and just to jump ahead a little bit, I was expecting kind of that, that showdown at the end, which you kind of get, but then you you get kind of thrown the curveball away the from yeah you. so it's like it's taken away from and I, and I was kind of expecting that you know fast Eddie Vince and the only reason I remember his name is because it was on his shirt <laughs> <What's Vincent? laughs> the whole fuck yeah the whole time Vincent so from child world <laughs> I, just, I just like that that what the toy store that he worked at everybody had their own shirt with their own name printed on the front Ridiculous. of it I like how he was selling a Baby swing like to a somebody. Door, a door jam jumper. And, in his John Travolta boots. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> right? Paul overdressed. Paul Newman walks in. He's like, I need to talk to you. And he just yells at the other guy. He's like, hey, come take care of these guys. And then, as the dude's talking to another customer. So if they're working on commission... I guess Tom Cruise just tells everyone what to do. It's like, hey, cocksucker, come yeah. sell them this rubber band for the doorway for their dumb kid. I got to go talk to Paul Newman. <laughs> and then he yeah. comes back and he's like, hey, 
like, I need you out here because this baby swing's not going to, like, fucking sell itself. <laughs> right. He's like, listen, motherfucker, you, you go take care of that. Just <laughs> a dumb plot point. It was. <laughs> it's it, so it, bad. It was. It was literally the smallest plot point. But it's, it's his, his character, in, in kind of a remote way, reminded me a lot of Travolta's character from Saturday Night Fever. In a way. In hair, yeah. Well, <laughs> kind of the hair boots. thing. He's he's kind of that the 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 cool. I, I you know this and that. You know, I mean, it just that's the vibe I got. Was oh, okay, this is kind of a Saturday Night Fever kind he of. He was cocky, immature, yeah. unsure of himself, jealous, fucked hard. Oh, and dude, yeah, he was super jealous. I oh my god, <laughs> but she like, did like run around with her boobies out all over the place. Are you comp- I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining okay, at all. Like, but, like we, even we, when Paul Newman shows up to the room and he's not there, and she's like. That. My boobs are everywhere. Here's my 80s bush. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about later when she's just wearing well, the, the, the shirt. The second over. part, yeah. yeah. The, he's the like flannel in the underwear. Yeah. And she's just like, whatever, boobies everywhere. I was like, okay. I guess that's how it was in the 80s. <laughs> that's yeah. how it was. Boobs are swinging. <laughs> <Rated> <laughs> Throw them PG. over your shoulder and keep going. Right. Color money was not rated PG. No. So. What do you think, Aaron? Well, I hated it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I I agree with what kind of what Scott's saying. I'd like to go back and watch the first one. I uh, I had a hard time watching this movie, not because it wasn't interesting, and I was trying to stay awake because I was so exhausted. But it was so good that it it held my interest. So if I caught myself like drifting, I would. Like Did force you, like, myself do the, away. Uh, the, the old cockfighter where you stand up and you're just like pacing your living room <laughs> while watching The Color of Money. He did a couple times. A couple I of, did. Was I was times, just. Yeah. I love that move. We're all just sitting watching a movie. You start nodding off. You're like, oh, stand up. <laughs> so I, watch the stand. And the, and the weirdest thing about this, I'm just gonna get personal because <laughs> I'm just gonna throw this out here, is that when he would get up and move around. He was wearing one sock. I was. <laughs> I was because I had an itchy foot, so I itched the foot. So I didn't say anything. But I thought it was strange so because weird. I'm like, Aaron is wearing one sock. You got I, one sock? I had, the, I had the itchy foot. <laughs> Such a weird thing. I mean, that's great. Just, yeah, random, just random, uh, random podcast knowledge. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I kind of want to watch The Hustler. For me, and I know I'm probably going to get a ration of shit, I think this movie suffers from the fact that I don't have that backstory. And then Why I th- are you going to get shit for that? Because you have a hard-on for Martin Scorsese. I do. I love and, him. And, and if I'm talking any shit about this movie, I'm going to get reamed. So I'm just I'm no, no, prefacing no. it now. I was bored for some of this movie. I didn't find... That's a, what you're going to get shit for. Huh? I didn't find a lot of it very compelling. I thought it was going to be a different movie than what it was. I feel like you could almost cut the Tom Cruise character out of this movie and make the movie more about Paul Newman trying to get redemption... No, because like I feel like the real story happened right after he get f- he got fucked over by um, old crazy lazy eye, and then fucking oh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. That was, that was a great scene. Right, it was awesome. He gets hustled himself, and he, he should have seen it. He was off his game. He gets yep. fucked over, and that's what gets him to start doing the, the montage of fucking getting back into it, and it's super eighties. And then you know he's he's getting to the tournament. I feel like that could have been the movie. A little bit longer, and you really focused on Tom, uh, Paul Newman. He just took but such I think a back needed that. Uh, no, you, you needed, needed the Vincent. Tom Cruise character yep. to push him to that. That yep. could have been John Turturro so, for all we he cared. was so out no, of it. No, because he was the he was John already Turturro there. Turturro was yeah. already there. You needed this. 
cocky guy that he didn't really understand. That, that's the whole that's point what got of the fucking in. movie. I, I, that's that's kind of what got him. It's like that. the old, yeah, new guard taking in. over the old guard, and this is how it is now, and he's trying to teach him the old ways, and he's saying, look, your old ways aren't working. This is working. And he's like, well, you can make more money. He's like, I'm making what you would have made back in the day, except I'm doing it my own way. And he's like, no, you're wrong. And then the girl is like... But see, he wasn't, though. He yes, wasn't, he was. What was he doing? The whole, the whole point of he was Paul Newman coming his in... his own way. That was the whole point of the fucking movie. Well, no, the point is that he took what he learned from Paul Newman and made it work to how he played. Correct. That's what but, I literally just said. No, shut up. Well, there was, was a, <laughs> there, there was a difference, though, because Paul Newman's character, Fast Eddie's character, wasn't about winning. He was about the hustle, right. and he wanted to make as much money hustling as possible. He plays so, the long game. So if he had to, if he had to dump the games, he was willing to do that to make the most money. Yeah, and what happened? Tom Cruise's character wanted the fame because he wanted to be the best. He wanted people talking about him and didn't care about and the what money. What happened to Paul Newman? He and, gets immediately hustled by Amos, right? Forrest Whitaker. And he gets fucked over. I think you have to have Tom Cruise in here. That your assessment is bad. <laughs> oh, you feel is. bad That's about here. it. There we go. No, 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 no. no. no the the, the first good. part you, where you say you found it boring is fine. When you say Tom Cruise shouldn't have been in this, maybe not as Tom Cruise. Maybe it could have been another person. Maybe you just don't like Tom Cruise. But I don't mind Tom Cruise. I think in this movie he overacted. He was a little. Really, kind of an annoying character. Now I, I understand. Was, before oh you yell at me, I'm not yelling. I want to punch you in the face. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I understand that that's how he's supposed to be playing it, but it just it got grating for a point because then you're sitting there pissed off constantly every time he's on screen because you know no matter what happens he's gonna do his own thing and just be annoying. But and at some point, there's no growth think, to his character. But do you think that was? the intentional outcome I'm sure it was of the direction was to get you to hate him because you actually you feel bad for Fast Eddie's character because of what happens to him in the end he gets hustled Fucking annoying and then at the end he he does come to that that tournament in Atlantic City where he's playing he's playing Vincent's character or he's playing Vince's, you know, the, they're, they're right. going against each other, and he beats him, and he thinks, I fucking have it again. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that he dumped the fucking match just right. to let him win so he could get his eight, eight grand. Right, so <laughs> what happened is he took everything Paul Newman taught him, and he did it, and it still, it just, I, I and don't... And he did it to him. I know. That and, was the thing. Well, and he thought that was a good move to make. Right. Like, it, it was. Like, it, no, it wasn't. It was disrespectful and it's fucking rude. And that's why Fast Eddie was like, no, take your fucking money. I don't want to beat you because you let me beat you. I want to beat you because I'm better than you. I think you. it was a pride thing, though. He it didn't want to so take the money because he got It wasn't disrespectful. Hustled. It was completely disrespectful. No, it wasn't. He literally used it. That's why <laughs> he, he goes back at the end. Because, dude, did you even understand the fucking movie? Yes. <laughs> he goes, I was awake for it. Yeah, so was I. <laughs> fucking, at the end, he goes back to play him, and he says, I'm, the literally last line is, I'm back. Because he's like, oh, shit, this, the fucking learner has become the master. No, what it is <laughs> oh, was. dude, you are no, so no, wrong. No, what it is is that he was disrespected, and no. he, the woman he was with even called him a little fucking asshole, yeah. and it's because you don't hustle me, you fucking asshole. No. You don't hand me eight grand and think you did me a fucking favor. No, he says. She's... He says, fuck you. Here's your goddamn money, asshole. I'm not winning like this. This no. is not how I'm doing it. And that's why when she came back to give him the money again, he's like, no, I don't want your fucking money. I want his A game. I'm going to beat him. It's going to be because I'm better, not because and he And what the took fuck did Tom Cruise say? I don't care. He's like, fine, I'm going to do it. 
No, he took him. It took him some convincing. But no, it was that's all, fine. It, it was but all, see, that's the it, point. It was all pride at the end because it was Tom Cruise's pride to be the best. It was Fast Eddie's pride to not fucking get hustled and him actually wanting to legitimately beat him. But see, and, and that's the thing. Like, he gets hustled by Forrest Whitaker. He goes into meltdown mode. He, he no, tells. He he, yeah, w- really. He doesn't say "fuck you." Here's money to go to Atlantic City. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And then he fucking gets it back into that. Was, he was hustling them. He got hustled by Forrest Whitaker, which is a great scene because I actually bought into the fact that Forrest Whitaker's character, whatever his name was in the movie, Amos, Amos, okay, that he Amos that was he was just cool. that he was a goofball. I mean, he played that. He role told a story about getting electrocuted so and being well. like fucking like experimented on and took. Paul Newman out of just took his him game right out of his game and then and he, started fucking with him and he almost did it with me too because I didn't even realize at first that he was getting hustled I thought he was just playing oh, him oh I did yeah and then all of a sudden about three quarters of the way through their, their matches together as he's dumping money on the table I'm like okay he's, because everything up to that point was uh, Paul Newman you, you could see what's happening is he was playing the game the way he knew he would yes. play a game he would lose a few matches you'd see him handing money over oh I suck and then he would fucking hustle him and then they'd be handing three times as much back yep. so like that dynamic was there he was making the money he felt like he was getting his game back he was swimming laps doing whatever and then he gets fucked or hustled by some rando and then that's when he's in meltdown mode tells them go mode. okay I watched the same movie. Yeah, I know, but you're, and then you're he's interpreting like, it wrong. You know what? I'm they, done. I got hustled. I got fucked up. At the end. And then he sends them on their way. Then he decides to get his shit, you know, shit together and fucking go to the tournament. And that's why I feel what Tom Cruise and the other chick did to him was disrespectful because it wasn't. All right. No, no, don't no, break. Don't break down. I'm just. I you're not letting me talk, so I'm just going to input little things until I can talk. Okay, go so ahead. go ahead. No, no finish disres- what you were saying. It's disrespectful. No, he wasn't. He knows that he got hustled by Forrest Whitaker, and that fucked him up. Why would he do the same kind of shit to him just to pay him eight thousand dollars as some fucking here? Thanks for letting me be the guy. No, fuck you. No, disrespectful. Wrong. Fuck Tom Cruise's character. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, they even address it at the end that he. The meltdown or whatever was an act to get them to go so he could play him at his best. They fucking mention it multiple times in the end of this movie that the what that that they that Paul Newman used them to fucking so he could do what he did at the end. But he wanted to play him at his best. He didn't want to fucking uh, to hustle Tom Cruise. So that is why when he gets hustled, he's like, oh. You're a dick, but he's not really a dick. He's just taking what he learned. What? You are interpreting it wrong, and oh, then you're getting mad because you're wrong. I, no, you're I, telling me I'm wrong because you interpreted it a different way. I think I that's interpreted different but way. I, that is but the I way. think that's what I think. Actually, what makes this movie really good is that there is some different interpretation to what happens in this movie because there is so much swindling that's going on in this and. It's this guy's doing it to this guy, and then this guy's pulling it on this guy, and this guy's doing it here, and this guy but, thinks he's he's doing normal stuff, and then all of a sudden, well, fuck, I just got fucked over. But I mean, there is a sense of where Paul, I think there is some interpretation. Paul to Newman it. literally apologizes to Carmen. He's like, oh, I used you guys, and I shouldn't have done that, and then now I'm getting what I deserve with the whole fucking money thing. But he still doesn't want the money. He still wants to play Tom Cruise at his best. 
he wasn't he didn't feel disrespect that's why he wasn't taking the money he was like okay we got each other now let's fuck it now the playing field's even let's go and that's how the movie well, ends well no i understand he called it a push yeah he used them to get his his swagger back at some point and at some point they fucked him over so he called it a wash but it was still disrespectful to do it was still was something he didn't think should have happened to him. That's why he forfeited, and that's why he eventually said, I want to play him at his best. I don't want to win this way. I don't want to get your money be this way. I want to fucking know that if I won, it was because you tried and I beat you. That's disrespectful. It was, it was uh, a mental thing on him. It, I, I think it was it was definitely a mental thing with, with him finding out that he dumped the match. You know, it, it, I think he thought, to himself, he's like that moment. He thought he was back. Yeah, no, he, he was, was. I mean, he I'm even went out. This moment, he even then, went outside and did that little fucking. Yeah, I did it. You correct. know, like one of the you know yeah. you freeze no frame it whatever. And then he comes back in. <laughs> no one's walks, arguing that. And then you know he's celebrating. He's happy. He even tells the guy. You know, you know sometimes the balls break a certain way. Fucking walk it off. Shake my hand. And Tom Cruise sells him. He sells it. And then he fucking oh, yeah. big dumb fucking Tom Cruise smile in the doorway. Here's your eight grand. Because I'm used like, to these, Fuck you, yeah. Because I'm used to no. these '80s movies where it's like, oh, he got him, he got him in the end. But when when I found out that he had swindled him in in the match and he had dumped the match just to get the money, I was pissed. I was like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding That's me, man. Asshole. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for that moment because I didn't see that coming. No, the, and I the didn't way either. it was the way it was setting up was that, oh, okay, you know, the teacher is now teaching the student and he's showing how great he is and then you come to find out that you're never going to know like you don't know how good he actually is you you never know if he's going to actually regain what he had when he was younger and from 25 years ago so i mean i i don't know it's there is some interpretation that that goes into this movie as far as what people take from it but i think with the the way that they set this up with like i said all the hustling to me was the best part of the movie. And I didn't really, I didn't get bored too much with this movie because I was actually into it and kind of seeing where it was progressing in the story. So I, I didn't get any bored moments. <laughs> and usually see, I'm the first one that gets bored. I wanted to see more hustling. Like they went That's to the I pool said. halls yeah. and they did shit and stuff like that. And they did the whole, what two strangers and a whatever like that. They did that bit. And that was kind of fun because I think that was Jake LaMotta, um, the boxer as the, as the bartender. And like, they got yeah, everybody yeah. to do all this shit and they, and then he gets all pissed off, like, don't no, stop touching my girl. And she's like, you idiot. We're trying to sell it, and you're dumb fucking dumminess because you're apparently 15 and you don't know how to handle your life. You don't know how this works. This is why this won't work for you. Um, I think it made it hard for me to get it because I kept thinking, I want to see more, like, the hustling part of it. And it's just like... I think if I we watch The Hustler... And that's, probably, and that's right. where I think maybe this will connect all together is is because I am going to watch the Hustler. Jackie I mean, this is a, this is a movie that enough. now I'm excited to go back and, and revisit and kind of see where it started from this point because everything that I get is like, I mean, Scorsese is like, he likes to do character studies. And this is a true example of a typical Scorsese character study because he is, he is you think this movie is going to be about Tom Cruise, but it's not. No, you know, and it, it becomes fast Eddie's movie, and it's where he progresses. But do, the movie. do you think there was really that much of a progression? Because like because that character has been established in a prior movie, and this is a pseudo sequel. There's almost you you've 
got all the character progression in that first movie that we haven't seen. We don't know anything really about him other than that he's an aging liquor salesman that is a you know a stake horse for other people to play so we can live through them, and then that's it. So I feel like that's why I think the character progression happened after the Lord. Um, fucking what's his face? Um, not Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck. Why am I? Turturro? No, the black guy. Oh, not the, uh, not the Whitt- guy that looks like he's Forrest Whitaker. Fucking play. Um, yeah, Forrest Wicker. I feel like the character progression happened after that, and that's why I feel like the movie was more interesting at that point for me than it was a little bit prior. There were good parts. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I'm just saying I feel like there was more character progression on him after that point, and then in a prior movie, I just feel like I think that's when it ramped up. It was weird because I think if because uh, I kind of looking at the movie knowing about the hustler and not having seen it and, and looking at it saying okay oh this is based off of a movie from mm-hmm. 25 years ago it to me this movie became about getting older so yeah. it was him where he's no longer doing this he's selling booze he's he's doing his thing he he sees tom cruise's character he sees vincent it sparks him again mm-hmm. and he's like oh shit I could probably do this again. I can get involved in this again. Even though I can't do it myself, I can do it. But see, here's the thing, though. He's been a stake horse for other pool players. I mean, John Turturro's character, he was the guy yeah. giving him the money. So, like, he, it's not like he's been out of this world and he just suddenly gets thrust back into it because of Tom Cruise's tall hair. It's just, <laughs> I think he saw maybe a little bit of himself in him. No, it was. And, and, yeah. and there's that. But I just, I feel like there's so much character progression in that first movie. I feel like Scorsese has a a hard time when it's not his original characters or something he's starting fresh with to establish character. He's working with already established canon, and it's just, I felt there wasn't a ton of progression that I would love to see with Paul Newman. I think Paul Newman was fantastic in this movie, and the more I read up on it, I... I don't feel like it was an Oscar-worthy performance by Paul Newman. There has been other things. I think, and from what I'm read, and I don't know if this is true or not, this is was their... They're gimme Oscar. You've been nominated seven times. You should have got it already. Again, I kind of give it to you. You know, this is it for you. And his, his, I don't know if this is was this his, the character what, for it. What was it? Susan? Uh, Susan Lucci? Susan Lucci? Yeah, was this, this is like his Lucci? seventh nomination. He finally won. He had been nominated for other things prior to that. I think in some of the other stuff, he, he was, uh, you know, I think better as far as where he was. Well, a lot of it's probably tied to Scorsese, too, because, I yeah. mean, he had put out Scorsese. I mean, Paul Newman s- sought Scorsese out to direct this movie. Right. He had the final word on who was going to take right. care so of this. Right. So it was kind of like, I, I want Scorsese to direct this movie because, I mean, he was a big fan of Raging Bull and mm-hmm. and, and kind of all this stuff. So, I, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with also directors because it's, you know, I mean, Scorsese had had a a catalog of stuff by this point. Yeah, and like cinematography-wise, it looked really good. I just feel... There were some great shots of this movie. This could have been directed by someone completely different. I would have never known the difference. This wasn't Scorsese to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there is a certain air to a lot of his movies. Even... It wasn't as dirty and... Like like gritty. What was the one other one that we watched? Not Taxi Driver, but the one where the guy was running around with that... After the diner, after with, hours. After hours. <laughs> I'm just saying, like that it's was. A great movie. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but that uh, that maybe for it's me, you don't understand movies. Yeah, clearly. Um, I mean, that was listen to this podcast. That was more Scorsese because that was an original thing for him. Right. I felt like those characters had time to breathe and 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 grow. I'm you know my feelings on the movie aside, those characters still had progression. 
I don't feel like the progression was here as much as I wanted it to be, at least with Paul Newman's character. Tom Cruise's character, as much as he's a cocky asshole, at least he learned a lesson or two to, you know, hustle people and make money. I still think he's an asshole. He's immature. He's stupid. Eventually, if they ever made a third movie, I'm sure someone's breaking a pull cue over his fucking knuckles. Um, which is surprising considering all the shit that he's doing in this movie. I One fight scene? They like, this man should have got his ass beat multiple times. But, I mean, for the most part, I just, I feel like Newman's character was almost stagnant in this movie. He was like kind of one note for the most of it. And that's, that would be my glaring issue with I just him in this movie. I, I liked him. I, I, I think Paul Newman did great. I just, there was no character progression for me. Well, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Wait to hear my score. I don't care because it's not, it's going to, it's a reflect, it's a score that's based on, well, ignorance. Yeah, I mean, that's all the thing. It's, uh, again, we get back There's to no the There's no character progression? Are you, are you crazy? First off, he doesn't pick up a, a pull cue for 25 years. Mm-hmm. He, has, he hasn't played pull. So it's not like he's been in the world for 25 years and just waiting for the next guy. He sees something in Tom Cruise. He thinks that he still has it but realizes he doesn't. And then he tries to get it back. And he does. In the movie, it's, it's fucking character progression out your asshole. I don't, you did, maybe you watched the movie, but I don't think you were paying attention or you did not care because that is asinine. Anyways, mm-hmm. so what are our scores? I gave it a four. It's a great movie. It's not the greatest Scorsese movie I've ever seen. I fucking liked it. I like Paul Newman. He could literally just be on the screen talking about paint for two hours. Dumping a ranch dressing it's on his le- body. Yeah, just the yeah, Sherman drink, Williams drink, story. Drinking his whole fucking <laughs> bottle of ranch. This Newman's ranch. I mean, he's dead now, but... Um, I mean, at least he would have drank his ranch soda. <laughs> I mean, I can go out and find that, and we can do it for the show, but... Anyways. As he just regurgitated uh, as he's talking uh, about it. What'd you give it, Scott? I wasn't I, done talking, but that's fine. Okay, go ahead. No, no, it's all good. What did you give it, Scott? No, it was, we it got Jordan over here. Weird. He's just running everything. <laughs> weird fucking last episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it the last episode? <laughs> that's fine. No, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Um, I, I actually, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought there was, uh, you know, I mean, I did enjoy the Cruise character for what he was. I mean, he was, I think, playing that smarmy no asshole. Running. No running Yeah, from no Cruise. running. I mean, his, like you said. There was a glimpse of it. Right after you said no running from Cruise, there was that part where he had, um, walking by the was car. walking on the by the car and then well no uh, Newman leaves starts pulling away and then like he starts to kind of run I'm like oh shit is it gonna run oh no he didn't run he, like he just stops I'm like okay good Go now, you know it's for me it's a four um, I think it's a good movie I think there's some some things that obviously you know like we talked about there's there's things that could have been better um, I was expecting like the ending when the ending hits the ending ends it yes. fucking movie just it ends fucking 80s freeze frame and, and I was just and I was looking at Aaron like I'm like oh fuck that's it I'm like the movie's over I was like shit man I thought we were gonna get this I thought we were gonna get to see them finally play each other or start to play each other and then it kind of that wasn't the point of the movie I know I know okay. I know but I'm just saying what I was expecting from it was a because to me the ending was just like boom it was done but in no time frame at all of this movie was I bored. I mean, I actually, I enjoyed the movie. I, I, I think Paul Newman's character, if I'm putting it as an Oscar-worthy performance, like you were saying, I don't know. I don't know what it was up against, really. I, I'd have to look it up. I don't think it was, like, phenomenal, but I liked his character. Mm. I liked, I did like the development of his character. I liked where he was, knowing that this was a 
a reprise of his old Fast Eddie character. Yeah, Mary Stewart, Master Antonio's, that was like her like second big movie role. And to get nominated for like Best Actress is pretty fucking wild considering she was in, I think, an uncredited, uh, uncredited role. I forget for the movie, but the second, the first major acting role she did, she was Tony Montana's sister. So he was up against uh, Dexter Gordon for Round Midnight, Bob Hoskins for Mona Lisa, William Hurt for Children of a Lesser God, and oh, James shit. Wood for Salvador. And he won. I don't think I ever saw Salvador. Children of a Lesser God was. I've heard that's a good movie. I've never good. actually seen it. So what was Best Picture that year? I think it was this. I think it Color of Money. Yeah. Or at least it was in the running. I don't know. If it, it was in the running. I don't think it won. Because I think the I think the only award it. A one was Paul Newman's. Paul Newman's. Is Marley I, Matlin won that year for Children, Children of a Lesser, Lesser God. God. Yeah, who was in Coda. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. It's a deaf movie. I f- yep. keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Yep. Like, he's like a teacher at a deaf school, and she's like a student or something. I remember seeing it long time ago in, like, the like middle oh, to late 80s. Platoon but, won that year. Did it? Yeah. Holy Children shit. of a Lesser God, Hannah and Her Sisters, The Mission, A Room with a View. Those were the nominees. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. All this stuff is very interesting. Um, so I'm sorry I picked. Did, I'm sorry I picked a movie that that uh, created the downfall of the podcast. No, guys. It's, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is interesting. This might actually get some downloads. We arguing. Uh, it, yeah, this is all organic. We're not like, talking about Invasion USA. Guys. Yeah. So <laughs> children of a lesser um, stabbing. <laughs> what did you give it? Uh, three. That's not a bad score. It's it. I'm, I'm not serviceable. It's a bad score for memories thing. of a murder, but Here, well, that got a three five. Um, <laughs> here's score. the thing. I didn't hate this movie. I'm not saying that I hated this movie. I feel like you I didn't understand it. it? Uh, no, we, I feel like know. this movie to me suffers from the fact that that is a sequel to something that is highly revered as a good movie, and I feel like I'm missing a whole half of the storyline. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't go in and watch a sequel to a movie and think, oh, this was good. Oh, there's a... There, I missed but Martin character. Sazy said he didn't want to make this a sequel. This well, he shouldn't have made this movie. This is a... He said he... They wrote a new story based on the character, so it wasn't a, a sequel and stand it's on same its character. own. I don't care. Uh, it can I mean, stand alone all you want. It's... He, he's, it's, it's, techni- he's, it's 25 years it later. a sequel of that character, yeah. yes. Well, because I, I think it's everything... different from the book because I think the book was a lot... Right. The, the Color of Money was written completely different and he took the same namesake from the book mm-hmm. and then created this other movie. Right. I mean, they were going to... go his, his, his direction. They even wrote a part for Jackie Gleason to come back for as Fast Domino and they couldn't make it work and he's just like, I don't want to be in this then. Yeah. Like, if he can't make it work, don't make it work. Don't force my character in this. So I get that it's not supposed to be a sequel, but it is a character progression of Paul Newman's character from that first movie. The reason why he retired is that movie. The reason why he hasn't played in 25 years is that movie. That's the story I want to see. Just like after Forrest Whitaker, the story I would have loved to see is a little bit more of him coming back up into the ranks, trying to out-hustle, and you could see maybe even Tom Cruise's, you know... So you're mad that you get the narrative you wanted? It's not your movie. I don't fucking care. Okay. This is my opinion of what I watched, and what I watched was not, I think, something I, I didn't like the almost the first half. Like I didn't hate it, but I feel like you shorten that down a little bit. He's working with Tom Cruise. They have a split. You see his progression to Atlantic City. You see Newman's character progression to Atlantic City. They they meet in the middle. They fucking have that last match, and then that's the story I wanted. You know, and it's it's not my movie to tell, but. 
for me to watch this and say, okay, this was a great movie, I can't do that. I, I think I mean, it, it was, was a good movie. Though. It was good, but not great. It's, I, I, it's middle ground Martin Scorsese. I would be Anybody interested directed to this. see if after watching The Hustler, if you're like maybe your opinion changes. It could. It yeah, could I because mean, be, I'll know more about right. you know Fast Eddie and all this shit. I think, like I said, anybody could have directed this movie. This did not feel any special that Martin Scorsese did it. It's not. It's middle ground Martin Scorsese. Doesn't mean it's bad. Him at his worst is still better than most people at their best. I just think it, it, I'm not going to score it high because he did it. Um, I love Taxi Driver. No one else could have made Taxi Driver. That was his movie. That was a Martin Scorsese movie. This movie could have been fucking Sean Levy for all I fucking cared. It would have na- never made a difference. And that's just a Sean random name Levy. I threw up. Sean fuck Levy him. wishes he could. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it's just a, it's the first name to pop up because I'm can't stand half his shit. And I was looking at Free Guy on your fucking shelf. It's like right there. But you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel any more special as a Martin Scorsese movie than it does any other director in this in this case. So. I just I thought it was okay. There were some ele- some elements. It's coming from like, the guy cinematography who picks was good. Two yeah, and a half was, hour long war movie. There was like some some shit. shots that were very Scorsese in the movie, but it I was I was thinking okay I mean we're gonna get that to, you know that inner city you know which which is kind of his I thought signature. They were gonna get robbed when they pulled up to the guys with the uh, fucking oil drum fire. Yeah, hey, the, where's this place? Well, give me your wallet, old man. <laughs> yeah, like, but shit. it was you know I mean I I get it I get <laughs> you know I, I get what you're saying as far as like I mean Scorsese it was a little bit. Not quite as Scorsese as a Scorsese film. If you're comparing it to the other movies in his repertoire, it's very lackluster. Just in terms of the the body of work he's put out, it's not his best. And it was, his it only, was good. It was his only movie his that he came in within budget, yeah, under, yeah. And under, under budget, budget and, under and budget on time, and, and on time. Oh, and it's why they decided not to let Tom. I was looking so much of this movie too. Uh, why that double shot of Tom Cruise when he he hits the ball and it goes over two balls. To knock he the nine it. in, yeah. he was gonna learn that shot, but it would have taken like a couple more days. And Scorsese is like, "Nah, we don't have time. Fuck it. We'll we'll have someone else do it." And that's why because it's that weird slow motion shot for a second. <laughs> Tom like, Cruise did all his own shots. Yeah, <clears throat> except so. for that one. Except, except for, for that, that one. Ex- yep. yeah, just that one. one. That, that I love. I love the scene where he's like, where he's talking to the one guy, and, and, and I can't remember the line for the life of me. Where he he's talking about he's talking about I don't know something about being dangerous or something and he's looking at him as he's talking to him and he hits the eight ball as he's looking at him uh-huh. and I'm like he's like a cocky little yeah, fuck I'm like, like that's just such a cocky he fucking... did a great job of making me hate him because I yeah. from the second he was on screen from the first moment to the last I just wanted to punch him in his big dumb Tom Cruise face <laughs> it was before he got his teeth fixed so his teeth are a little more janky than normal he's got this big Joker ass smile he's got hair that's nine feet tall. Like he's just such an annoying character, and it's like I just wanted. I don't. I just think you don't like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. Okay. Why would I? (laughs) What? What what made you out of every? This just one conversation makes you think I don't like Tom Cruise. You never really have anything good to say about Tom Cruise. In this conversation, yes. About the next Mission Impossible. I can't wait for that. I can't wait to go see Deathly Hollows Part One or whatever. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What do they call it? Dead Reckoning. It's like Dead Reckoning One. Deathly Hollows. Fucking yeah. Better cadaver. No, I can't wait to see Top Gun. I can't wait. Like, I want to watch Legend. Like, you guys haven't watched Legend. I kind of want to watch that one of these times. Like, I like Tom Cruise. I just, in this movie, I can't stand him. Okay. The Mummy was one of the best months. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually <laughs> like that. I really? I never watched it. I saw it in theaters. I, I've heard so many bad things about it. It's just... not a good movie. It's just fun. <laughs> but, all right. So, as always, next week is our snack show, but you have two weeks to watch my movie. Uh, we're not 
do an animation until the following month. So we're going back to just some regular picks. We're giving you guys a month where you could just watch fun movies with us. Uh, so my next pick time. will be uh, <laughs> will be 1995, uh, starring B- Steve Buscemi, Living in Oblivion. Lock it up. Okay, here we go. And roll sound. E. Nick Rev is making a movie. Action. He's wonderful, isn't he? It's something most of us only dream of doing. How'd you get into cinematography? No, I'm I'm directing this movie. How'd you get into directing? But for Nick... Hey, Bob! Hey, Bob! Rolling! The dream... Cut! Do I have to do everything myself here? ...is becoming a nightmare. What is your name, anyway? Because he's fallen in love with his leading lady. Don't you dare tell me that felt fake. Who's been waking up with his star. You and I slept together last night. So one time. Deal. You know it, I know it. Who's dating the producer. Because you're not afraid of my power. Oh, God. I love your power. Who's cheating on the cameraman. Give me a hug. Nick, I need to talk to you for a minute. What? It's pretty heavy. Which is disturbing the dwarf. Hi. Toto, is it? And confusing the crew. Which is not helping Nick. Is everybody hurt? Is anybody okay? Corey, are you all right? To have a nice day. Ah! Clear the set. Steve Buscemi. I freak out in your dream. I freak out in my dream. The longer I'm exhausted. Sounds kind of like an identity crisis. Catherine Keener. Nick? Yeah? Dermot Mulroney. Hey, that's my iPad! Can I borrow it, Wolf? Nick, it just feels right. James LaGrosse. I play a sexy uh, serial killer that checks up with one of writer. In a love story filmed somewhere between fantasy... I can walk through just about anything, like air. Reality... I think you could see I'm under a little pressure here. ...and oblivion. Living in oblivion, scene six, take one, let's do that! Kiss my ass! Yeah! Right, now we're making a movie! Living in Oblivion, the new film by Tom DiCillo. You know, the only reason I took a part in this movie is because someone said that you were tight with Quentin Tarantino. Have you guys even heard of this film? I did not give you enough time, did I? I'm just living in quiet Oblivion. All right, we'll, f- we'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. So That's what a producer does. 1995's Living in Oblivion, starring Steve Buscemi, uh, Kathleen Keener, Dermot Maloney, Peter Dinklage. I mean, this is some... I've actually never heard of this. Uh, yeah, it's directed by a guy named Tom. Tom. Dude, that's it. <laughs> Just leave it <laughs> Directed by Tom. DeCilio. From, from MySpace. <laughs> God. His big dumb white shirt he's, he's, he's on the back cover with the thumbs up. He's done nothing you've ever heard of. He's done a bunch of Law & Order episodes and stuff. But I've always heard this is a really good movie. It's supposed to be a 90s indie film, so we'll see. Oh, I was just about to ask if it was an art house film. It's, it's not, but I think it was considered a 90s indie film. I don't know, dude. I've, I've heard really good things about this movie, but who knows? You who? Know, I also picked Safe From... I want to know uh, where you hear these things. Like, like, I, I'm, you, I, like I'm not trying to be mean. I just I want to know where you hear some. Like, I guarantee because you've said that about other movies. We may not all agree like on some what? of them, but I'm just saying. Like, he's what like it, Friday night. I was trying to look at the plot for uh, Doctor <laughs> Strange, and I found somebody was, talking about uh, this movie. I was reading the Doctor Strange <laughs> script, and I ran across this website. <laughs> you have seen the. You, I promise you, you've seen the cover art of this. 
I don't never. think I never? have. Never, really. It looks like he's got the the look of when he was on Airheads. So maybe yeah. this is like 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 around <laughs> that same time where he's like look he's in the uh, Lone Rangers. Um, but anyways, where I've heard good things is Letterbox, other movie podcasts, other people who I trust when it comes to movies have said that that's a good movie. And when back when I worked at Hollywood Video, people would constantly hand me the box and be like, "You got to watch this," and I love it. It's crazy because I remember movie covers. From video, stores. I'm surprised because I I remember is that not cover. Something that I remember. I, I don't either. And I'm like with you, like you you know you're facing the entire fucking store when you close. You tend to remember yeah. shit. And I'm the same way. People would always recommend the one thing. There was two. I think there was two movies that stick out in my head that people would always either look for, recommend, or or were trying to find when I worked at Hollywood Video. One of them was I think Barfly. And I don't remember the plot of that one, but the other one was things to do in Denver while you're dead. I've always and wanted to see that. Everyone constantly would always tell me you got to watch it. I never watched it. Me neither, but I refuse because it's only on DVD. I think really? I'll, yeah, I'm sure we can find it. It's well, a. Maybe, it's well, what, maybe since I haven't seen that either, maybe that'll be my pick. That's be. fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So it's, like it's so the, right around <laughs> the time that that came out is when Pulp Fiction had come out, like pre- right. previously, and a lot of these those types of movies were considered uh, like. Tarantino ripoffs or Pulp Fiction ripoffs, and that's one of the higher rated ones. Well, There's, it was kind of like a resurgence in that type yeah. of filmmaking, almost like pulpy. I mean, Pulp Fiction, but you know what I mean, like that, almost like art house, grindhouse types, without being. No, see, you've never seen never that. seen oh, it. Okay. No. Yeah, I mean, it's like with a uh, when I told you playing God with uh, uh, David Duchovny. That was around that same time too, where it's like everything was kind of like California. Yeah, um, all those movies were kind of. I thought California the same time. was a TV show. No, Cal- with a K. Oh, California. I love that it's a Brad Pitt movie. It's yeah, one of the love, first Brad Pitt I movies I ever really that watched. Movie. It's one. Of I thought you were talking about he he did a show. I love that movie, Californication. Californication. That's what it was. Which yeah. is fantastic. Yes. If anyone's never seen that show, fucking watch it. And California with Brad Pitt and uh, what's watch her that fa- too. What's her face is really good. Uh, what is her name? It's gonna bother me. Fuck. Um. Uh, fucking. Stacey Abrams. What's her fucking name? What am I trying to say? Stacey Abrams. I'm just trying Failed. The the fake governor of Georgia? Fake governor of Georgia. (laughs) Stacey Abrams and Brad Pitt and David Duchovny. (laughs) Who was the actress now? (laughs) Stacey Abrams. I think she's dead. No. Stacey Abrams. Uh, Juliet Lewis. Very much alive. Samsonite. (laughs) That was way off. Still acting. That's funny. I don't even know who I said that to the other night. We were talking about it comes line, up a lot. We were talking about one liners from movies and I said Samsonite and they're like, What? I go from Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And for the life of me, I can't remember who it was I was talking to. They had no clue what I was talking about. And I said, That's I, I must say that three times a week. Samsonite. When somebody's thinking of something, I go, up. oh, yeah, Samsonite. <laughs> That's such a bummer. Oh, and also, <laughs> such a fun just movie to so quote. Uh, we're clear, you can find this movie on Tubi for free if you don't want to pay for it or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Tubi or, you know, soap or, or whatever. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> so, as always, we'll see you guys back here next week for Snack Maybe. Show. I don't know. We'll see. And uh, <laughs> after that, we'll do Living in Oblivion. Snacks then, always bring us I'm back sure together. sure Jordan T- will Tune into our TikTok <laughs> where I show the fist fight we're about to have. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Jordan will pick some movie that's eight and a half hours long and be like, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. This is a perfect movie. You know your movie with incredible character development yeah. and annoying Tom Cruise? That's a zero. But my movie, five out of five, uh, 17 hour war epic, uh, same exact movie I've picked two other times. Oh, yeah. So anyways, Just wait, Heart of Darkness, here it comes. As always, I'm Aaron. I'm an asshole. And Scott. (laughs) Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later.